1: Welcome into to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host with the junk in the trunk, Mozzie.
0: <laughs> it's actually weird that you said that, because you're the second person to say that to me today. Really? I, I haven't even like physically seen you in a while, so I just kind of no, like, took know. a wild guess. It, it's just one of those things, I guess. Uh, it's part of the uh, universe today, is, is junk it, in the trunk. Is it your pants? Like, what pants are you wearing? Do they make your butt look good? Or like... No, no, it, uh, my friend just sent me a Snapchat because he got a new car, you know, congrats to him, got a new car, really happy for him, he's driven a lemon for like 20 years, so this is great a lemon? for him, just an absolute garbage mobile, oh, I was. he's I always had, just, it had, was
1: just like a, like, yellow car,
0: oh yeah, no, he, uh, He just famously has always had a terrible, like awful automobile. Like the doors (laughs) don't work or the brakes don't work or the trunk doesn't work or there's no seat belts. He finally was like, got rid of it, got a new one. And it's a Subaru, it's got a whole bunch of trunk space. And it was loaded up with all this stuff. And he said, Check out all this (laughs) junk in my trunk. Now I'm hearing it for the second time today. And uh, I don't know, something's going on. Yeah, the universe is trying to like gravitate some junk to your trunk, I guess. Uh, apparently, if I hear it again, I think that's when. So, like, I yeah, it, like, when well, next I time you like go to the mirror, like, uh, <laughs> like
1: the black eyed peas show up in the mirror, like, or whatever.
0: Oh, it's man, like, that would be really cool. I have so many questions.
1: <laughs> it, it's like that Beetlejuice for the black eyed peas.
0: <laughs> like, first of all, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah what is that second of all have? what happened to you are you stuck in there <laughs> will are you blink twice if you need help <laughs> um i'm gonna go <laughs> but uh thanks for stopping by
1: that's not, that almost sounds like like a 4chan or reddit shit pose like the black eyed peas are in my mirror
0: like <laughs> i don't know why I'm um, sure. Sh- I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. It's probably been done, right? I'm gonna Google the Black Eyed Peas are in my mirror, but the Black Eyed Peas are in my mirror. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Black, have the black, Eyed Peas- <laughs> have the black Eyed Peas performed in the Super Bowl? I thought right? they did, right? Yeah, they definitely have at some point, which is very mm-hmm. fitting, I guess, that we somehow gravitated to them because we're going to uh, give our Super Bowl preview to start off today. We've got um, some fun segments saved for either later tonight or uh, next time we record, but before we get to anything too crazy um tampa bay buccaneers at kansas city chiefs oh man
0: who you got oh i'm so excited for this game i'll just start with that um Obviously, all of the talk all week is going to be, you know, Tom Brady versus Pat Mahomes. But we do like to remind people there are many players on football teams outside of two. And they don't actually go against each other at any point during the game. So this game is going to be Unless the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. And I have gone back and forth. I have heard tons of great arguments for both sides. And to be honest, I think both teams have a good shot of winning. Um, I... I am picking the Chiefs uh, Same. to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're in agreeance. Um, agreement? Yes.
1: <laughs> agreement isn't a word, but it's a word. It's like I find myself wanting to say the word agreeance,
0: but yeah, I, I don't think just, it's an yeah, actual word. I think it's word. a very niche, uh, you know, turn of phrase there. You have to use it in. We have an accord. Yeah,
1: like I, so, I looked bad. up agreement and like it gave me results, but it basically said like rare. It's like I basically it said like enough people say it that we're gonna call it a word, but it's not really a word because <laughs> agree- <laughs> I mean,
0: anything can be a word now, right?
1: Yeah, ag- ag- agreement is just like always better. I think is the point anyway. But yeah, we can make up words. Did you ever have to read that fucking Prindle book or what was it? Not Prindle. That's that's yes. Not be my Wasn't there a book called Prindle? Right? <laughs> yeah, Prindle. Yeah.
0: What is that for? Oh, Frind- again,
1: Frindle. My bad. So, Prindle is sweet life as that can code. Frindle is sweet, yeah, yeah. sweet life, right? And the Frindle is the yeah, yeah, the gear is the shift. Book. Yeah, Prindle's the gear shift, and then Frindle is the book I'm thinking of, where they make up. Frindle. A they they start calling a pen a Frindle. A Frindle, yeah. yeah. And it's like the, like it's just the biggest bullshit. They're not even like making up a word. They're just like calling they're calling something that's already real like made up bullshit, and so right. fucking nicholas allen you dumb piece of shit (laughs) i'll like ragged on this fictional seven-year-old right now but
0: oh man yeah no they're like look at this it's a prindle you're like no that's a sharpie and like actually that's a brand this is a prindle like all right Uh um i do remember that i remember that growing up actually um because like making up
1: a word (laughs) is like I mean, even making up a nickname is better than calling a pen a frindle. Like, well, can we come up with nicknames sometimes? Like, muscle train. Like,
0: oh sure. And that, that
1: no, that's, like, that's a that's a Mazian and muscle coined term right there. For sure, it's a muscle train. Or like even like sometimes words like get just adapt new meanings, like a Karen or something. I don't know. Or like words come into existence, but like they mean new things. They don't mean a thing that already is a thing. So.
0: I mean, book. yeah. <laughs> I you something many... me me like, with a blast of nostalgia there, though, with the Frindle. I was thinking about, like, Moo Moo Cows That Type, <laughs> you know? Oh, click, you. clack, moo. Click, clack, moo. That's it. Click, clack, click, moo. Click, clack, moo. I, flow. <laughs> I don't know click, clack, moo. What? Oh, man. <sighs> this it's is okay. not ringing
1: a bell. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, okay, the cover sort of rings a bell, but I like, I, I couldn't really say much about it click clack moo is it like is it dr seuss ask like is it something where like if one of the amigos rapped it you'd be like
0: damn that's a bop Exactly. no exactly that is 100 what it is like someone <laughs> right. needs to lyricize that and put a really great beat behind I'll it and it that'll be note. an absolute hit um can almost guarantee that all right so rap <laughs> click
1: clack moo got it all right or,
0: or goodbye notice. moon <laughs> good uh, goodbye moon okay that one might ring a bell that one, that was, like, quintessential part of my childhood there. I think that was the...
1: Goodbye, moon. Like, goodbye, okay. moon, and land Oh, good night, time. moon. There we go. That's it. Yeah, okay. That one is, like, land before time, that one fucking hits the nostalgia hard for me because my great aunt had these, like, little, like, not puppets, but almost puppets because they were hollow in the bottom so you could put your hand in them. But they're, like, rubber uh-huh. land before time toys, so...
0: Oh, man, Little foot. Little, little foot. foot. So anyway, football. Little foot? Um, yeah. Yeah, this is a sports podcast, Little foot. by the way. Yeah. Oh, we got... Little foot. That should absolutely should be... That's um, like Meikle, right? Yeah. He's getting there, man. I was going to say, like, who's the shortest kicker in the league or, like, who's, like, tiny but has a great uh, leg.
1: Well, does Oh, Rodrigo is, like, kind of small, isn't he? Little but, foot. But calling him Rodrigo is, like, it's, he's already got a cool name.
0: That's Yeah, that's a really cool name, uh, naturally.
1: They just have a cool, like, pairing of... There's, like, Rodrigo and Ricoberto. They've got, like, a dope-ass name mm-hmm. pairing of kickers. Oof. So, anyway, so this game... Um, <laughs> back to football. Uh, about almost eight minutes in here. Um, so, we've had the Chiefs. Sure. Matchup up wise um, some of the like... Kelsey, I, I don't think it's literally any fucking secret that Kelsey has, like, an amazing matchup this game. Um, the first time around, though, these teams have already played. We have a little bit to go off of. Uh, a certain someone uh, went absolutely like ham sandwich bonkers on them.
0: Oh yeah, yes he did. When was what was that? What like the last? That was what uh, Hill the last time they played.
1: Yeah, he had like 200 yards in a quarter.
0: In the in the yeah in the first quarter. <laughs> Yeah, this was so the I, twelve they played. I think we can assume they're going to be putting at least a couple guys there on Hill. Yeah, because...
1: Uh, so, actually, what they did... So, he got those 200 yards, and then after the first quarter, like... Especially after halftime, the Bucks defense, like, was a lot better the rest of the game. They made some Tighten pretty up. good halftime adjustments. So, I... Like I said, containing Tyreek kill is not, like, an easy thing. But I think that'll be their main focus this time after how badly wrecked them last time. So... I imagine we'll get a lot of Travis Kelsey, which matchup, like I said, kind of leans that way. But when I, we talk about teams playing each other multiple times frequently and how that like plays out the following times. And you usually like, if you play someone again and someone like dicked on you the first time, you're going to try to prevent that again. You're not like, please, sir, may I have some more?
0: <laughs> like, no, exactly. You're, <laughs> you're like, we're not letting this happen again. We can't. Yeah. It's a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That being said, obviously, like,
1: for... I said, like, DFS shutdowns are going to be the big thing this week. So, both obviously make a lot of sense. But if I have to pick one, oh, it's tough. I For some reason, I feel like i pick Kelsey. But it's... You, you want both. You want to get that, like, Kelsey-Tyreek-Kelsey, Kelsey, like, trio in your lineup, probably, just to get the most upside, I think. But, yeah, I mean,
0: if you're not yeah. taking Kelsey, you're probably taking Gronk and... While I certainly think that Gronk could have a nice floor as sort of a escape route for Brady when things get hairy, um, you, I mean the ceiling on Kelsey is has. I don't know if it's ever like. Is there one? Is there a ceiling? Is it just the roof? Is it the Duomo there? <laughs> the ceiling Italy, is the like roof. you're right. <laughs> the limit does not um, exist. Yeah. The well, limit does not exist. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> th- have you have you done like showdowns like before for daily fantasy? I don't
0: think I've ever done a showdown. Okay,
1: so with showdown, there's like you don't have to pick any positions. Um, the main thing is oh, there's still really? a salary cap, but um, each each site has like a captain spot. So like on FanDuel, like and there's no salary adjustment, but you just like your captain gets like your 1.5 multiplier. But on DraftKings, what it does is. You pick your MVP or captain. Whatever it's called, I think it's captain on DraftKings and MVP on handle. Anyway, on DraftKings mm-hmm. you pick your captain. They still get the one and a half times points, but they also cost one point five times as much. So, like someone who is five thousand would cost you seventy five hundred in captain. Whew. But you'd also still get like you know the extra points too. So, Whew.
0: right. Yeah. So I mean, you're. I feel like your best bet there is you either hammer down on the.
1: Yeah, on the you guy. have to either pick someone who like way out scores the field. Or, like, you have to get, like, your good value guy. Uh, Uh We can get back to, you know, specifics, uh, you know, after we kind of review the game a little more. But uh, anyway, so, yeah. So, Gronkowski, actually, like, I'm glad you brought him up because first time out, he had a really good game. uh, Six for 106. However, lately, especially in the playoffs, he has not been doing much. Bray's kind of been the guy, actually, um, as of late. Especially with AB down, Gronk's been doing a lot of blocking.
0: Absolutely, block, which is you know Kowski. originally what they brought him in for. Yeah, and mostly was to block.
1: Yeah, their line's been having troubles lately, so they've they've needed it.
0: Yeah, to say the least, and, and you know except against the Packers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which even even <laughs> last week against the Packers, I think I think Breit has
0: outdone him every game. Oh yeah, no, I meant the O line. Oh O-line yeah, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, the Packers don't get <laughs> what pressure. five pressures. Given up against the Packers is dreadful.
1: Yeah. So, do you think, do you think Brayt outdoes Gronk again? Or do you think, okay, Super Bowl, Brady Gronk is going to come together? How do you, how do you see this one shaking out? Because the Chiefs, like, the, the Chiefs vary on how much pressure they bring. It kind of depends, like, who they're facing. I think who they can take advantage of.
0: Yeah, I would definitely bank on Gronk not having the same performance that he did last time. That w- so, I if I was taking a bet here, I would say that he does not. He does not reach six catches for a one hundred and six and a touchdown. Definitely I think it not. would be a lot, a lot lower than that. Um, I guess you're kind of just a. It's a coin flip on who gets the touchdown, right? I assume with the blocking aspect of Gronk, um, they might actually use Brayton in goal line situations. Believe it or not, just because. I think uh, Gronk helps take a lot of pressure off of Brady when they're in the middle of the field um, going for some of the longer shots, whereas at the goal line they can kind of, you know, hunker down and bowl forward, and that's you can have great pop open. You don't need as much time to block. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I I tend to go with the guy either dongs on the team twice or – they have one good one, one bad one, and I would say Gronk is definitely more of a blocking tight end this game. Mm-hmm. Not saying Brady won't look to him from time to time, but if you told me Gronk had three, four catches for 30, 40 yards, I'd be compl- I like that wouldn't shock me at all.
1: Yeah, he'll probably have like a very impactful player too at some point. But, but like- Right,
0: impactful for the game, but for fantasy, I wouldn't particularly buy in on it. Unless you're like really gung ho about it. I'm not I'm not personally.
1: Yeah, and I think Antonio Brown's status matters for Bray a lot, too. Um, like, while well, he's been off the field, Bray's been doing a lot more. And last I saw... Okay, so on last Friday, by the way, we're recording Tuesday, February 2nd. Um, Super Bowl is Boom. the 7th. And um, so Antonio Brown, on Friday, they re- they reported him doubtful. Um, but so uh, yesterday, they said he's making progress and it's close to being ready to play again. I... We'll probably say he's a game time decision, but if, um, if, uh, if they call him like doubtful at some point, I, I have a hard time thinking he's got to play. So if he might, but if he doesn't, obviously it boosts break, but it, it does also boost Scotty Miller.
0: Scotty. Who?
1: <laughs> so I was chuckling at the broadcast because Troy Aikman, of course, of all the uh-huh. people, good old Troy Aikman, he made the comment about, um, heck of a catch yeah he said tom brady's made a living to, of throwing to guys like scotty miller um is, is he, he white? Guys? <laughs> well the thing is so in in the following game it was funny because romo compared cole beasley to welker and edelman which is a lot more fair like beasley's been a lot more productive in his career like mm-hmm. there's more to go off of he's better than scotty miller but meanwhile right. like comparing scotty
0: miller to those guys is just like he's a white guy so, yeah, no. Scotty Miller is more like your Hollywood Brown, to be honest. No, yeah, he's nothing like Wes Walker. No, yeah, they are completely opposite players. Like Wes Walker is closer to Jamison Crowder than Scotty Miller is. Yeah, <laughs> I think like the um, best comp Yeah, He's like he's like speed guy. So. Yeah, and no, and no, no, I think you can definitely say that Edelman and Walker are, are very similar because yeah. they basically played the same role there. Yeah, and. Um, and Beasley also fits that role. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um Yeah, was it, no, just There's like nothing like them. He's Yeah, he runs I mean, like a four. Like he is like more like Tyreek Hill. He's really fast and goes downfield and has the big chunk plays of 40, 70-yard touchdowns.
1: Yes, yeah, Miller. So at his pro day, they clocked him at a 439
0: uh 40-yard dash. If you like if Welker has a 40 or 70 yard touchdown like scotty miller does it's because welker caught it eight yards deep and housed it yeah whereas scotty miller caught it behind the last player on the defense yeah dude that that,
1: that <laughs> got mike pedden fired well i mean rightfully so and two, it's just like funny that scotty miller gets
0: you fired <laughs> yep i say him and uh greg williams can go get a beer together yeah <laughs> Dried cover zero Tried to bring everyone. I know what you mean. If man. you would have
1: gone cover zero, you would have tackled. You would have sacked him first.
0: <laughs> you didn't bring enough pressure. <laughs> All or um, nothing. It's prevent or cover zero. <laughs> As Rich Eisen calls it, Greg Three G Williams. Three <laughs> G because he's outdated. <laughs> Boom. Oh my. So anyway, um, <laughs> this, this is a fun uh, one. The, um, the game has changed. The game's changed a lot in a very short amount of time and I think there are a lot of coaches that are scrambling to catch up with it. Yeah, there's um, still Which oh, who was the fucking hire recently? There
1: was there was a hire that made me crack up. Um was it the Texans? Who
0: would they hire? Uh the the Ravens. Yeah, wide I, I saw coach. I saw an
1: assistant hire. Didn't Lovey Smith get hired? That was it. Yeah, the Texans hired Lovey Smith as their DC. Oh yeah. And like oh, he was good, but he hasn't he been was. a coach in like five or six years, dog. Like, yep. Yeah, he was Tampa's head coach in 2015, and that was that was the last time he was around. Like, he had some, he had some pretty good years, but like. It's been a while since he was relevant. <laughs>
0: the The game is totally different now than 2015. Like It's changed a lot in a very short amount of time, which I love. I love the way the game uh, is changing and yeah, becoming it's, really pass-centric and offensively based, and the offenses themselves are just getting so much more advanced and are doing all these unique things. Even the Shanahan offense seems like it might be a little outdated to today's NFL, even though it helped get it to where it is. Um, it's really... Like, it's changed a lot. Uh-huh. It's changed a lot. So, <laughs> oh, we're,
1: yeah. we're going on a lot of tangents right now. So, yeah. So, There's if, a lot Anton- of good
0: things to talk about. Yeah, if,
1: if Antonio Brown is out, um, I think it helps Braid a lot. And it makes Scotty Miller a valuable kind of, not mostly dart throw, but it gives him the chance to make more plays. Because they, they actively tried to get him the ball a couple times, like on screens and then deep shot and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, running back-wise... So I I have Fournette as I'm gonna call him a banger at the moment because I think he's kind of uh, like matchup proof in this sense because it's a good run matchup and he's gonna get carries like he and Rojo not like fully split carries but it's a pretty even carry split but um Fournette gets all the passing down work even though he has some drops they like they just want him in passing situations so he kind of has the benefit of okay it's either he gets a good run matchup but if they can't run he will actually catch passes and so if you're like on DraftKings he makes a lot of sense there. Um, but I also think, like, Ronald Jones, like, could also be, like, both of these running backs could be just fine. And, like, if you think the Bucks win,
0: it's probably because the running backs did really well. Yeah, I think that if you're on the Bucks win train, which we think is certainly viable, um, then it's probably on the back of the running backs having a good day. Mm-hmm. They're, like... That's sort of a thing we've brought up. I think many years now is a lot of times it makes sense to go with the running back and the defense if you're doing some kind of format that has both of those because generally speaking, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. The running it, back and the defense. It's yeah. It's it doesn't
1: correlate all the time slash as much now. Um, right. Just because like with pass catching running backs and stuff, and obviously defensive touchdowns getting you know steal touchdowns from your running back and everything, but. <sighs> Which, yeah, well, it's a funny problem to have. The yeah, last time right. these two, last time these two teams played back in week 12, um, they only ran 13 times cuz they had to like catch up to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> well, and that's what they don't want. So, <laughs> they want to not let Tyreek Hill wreck their shit
0: to start. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz Kansas City dominated time of possession. It was like 37 to 23 like minutes.
0: Which is rare. They're yeah, usually, Kansas City like, doesn't right. always... Like, they rarely <laughs> dominate time of possession. Right. Oh, they only took two minutes off the clock to score. Like, <laughs> they are losing time of possession, and they're winning by 20. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think last week was... or. I guess maybe two weeks ago, week and a half ago, whenever it was that the Bills Chiefs played, that was just a really eye-opening game for the a lot of people that were not certain on how good the Chiefs can be at this time of year.
1: Yeah, they're they're just on another level. Like even like a like pot- like potentially hobbled Mahomes like was awesome. Like,
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah,
1: they're just nuts. And their defense like they they can play up. Uh, not like that's not a bad way to put it because obviously they're gonna need all their effort, but their defense plays well for how few big names they
0: have they're very well coached
1: yeah like they're i mean that this i guess this is like a spagnola like not like jerk off but like we're giving credit to spagnola here like making a lot of not a whole lot of talent on the defense because obviously like you have some good guys like you know matthew frank clark like Chris Jones, like obviously a lot of like really good players. But the secondary, like there's a lot there are a lot of iffy names going into the year and they've played pretty well, like, especially like Jerry oh, Sneed. Like he is like the biggest <laughs> one who is like way exceeded expectations, I think.
0: Absolutely. So like one of the things I texted you the week the Chiefs were playing the Bills was how Josh Allen had essentially figured out how to beat the Chiefs when they played the last time. Oh, yeah. Um, we were talking
1: about that because like the, the zone, right?
0: Right. And, you know, essentially what the Chiefs would do is they would bring their linebackers down and they would literally like they would have to stand completely still. That way, you know, Jalen doesn't know if they're blitzing or dropping back into coverage. Um, And so what Jalen did was he started doing hard counts and he was able to get them to jump just enough to see which direction they were going. And that was working really well for them. Now, they ran out of time and they lost the game. Um, but that was a really big concern of mine going into last week, and clearly, I would say clearly, uh, the Chiefs figured out how to combat that, and or were well coached enough not to give in to the hard counts uh, that Jalen was doing. So I, I mean, yeah, I think you have to give a lot of credit there to the to Steve Spagnola and that oh, yeah. defense, which is certainly not being touted as the better defense in this matchup, but is certainly going to play very well.
1: Yeah, I th- I think it is the more impactful defense this game. Even if they're not even if they're not better or more talented, they're going to matter more at least in my opinion because the Chiefs' pass defense I think at this point is probably better than the Bucks' pass defense.
0: I would say that's probably true. Or
1: they're if if not if they're even if anything, but um I was looking back through so like Jordan Whitehead is doubtful. Last I saw, and he's I he's uncertain as of Monday, so I don't think we get Jordan Whitehead. Um, let's see. Antoine Winfield is still banged up. He because he he sat last week. He's questionable right now. But uh-huh. I mean, yeah, they they've been exposed more. Like they bring a lot of pressure, and so it kind of just depends on can your team handle like pressure, which oh, we know the Chiefs can. Mahomes is like the best quarterback <laughs> against the blitz. Like, yep. uh, I'm pretty sure I saw, like, a stat recently on. Yep, okay, so uh, as- with passers of a minimum of 75 attempts, um, Patrick Mahomes had the best passer rating and yards per attempt versus the blitz, and he had 12 touchdowns and zero picks. So, like, if you blitz, yeah, you can blitz them, and that's the, uh, I'm pretty sure the Bucks have one of the higher blitz rates in the league. I can check, but just off, I think off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure they blitz a lot, but, they- I mean, they get a lot of pressure as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're near the top of the league in blitzing. They're top five. So.
0: Oof. Yeah, and, they, and of course, you know, the, all the talk is going to be about Eric Fisher and him being out, and if uh-huh. that's going to play a really big role. Um, yeah, like I guess we can talk about that. I mean, do you think that plays a big role here in this game?
1: Man, it's tough. Because, <sighs> okay, Eric Fisher being out is important, but they've got... um, Because they've got Remmers, I think. Is he the backup?
0: Yes, yes, he's the left tackle.
1: Gotcha. So, yeah, he's their backup left tackle. He's pretty solid. I don't think it's going to be a huge issue. Like, it's, it's not ideal. And, like, if they if anyone goes down during this game, they might be pretty fucked. But, yeah. As long as they can, like, make it through this game, I think they're okay.
0: If they lose their center, they're screwed. Yeah. They're already on a backup center.
1: Yeah, because they've got, like, one other decent lineman left. Uh, Martinez rankin he's like their only like decent backup or probably like their only backup who's gotten like much time at all this year so
0: i don't know if you saw the quote but pat mahomes did say that he opened a pokemon card pack with austin Ryder, so they're ah. basically best friends in the world i mean and yeah i believe that
1: that's good synergy i would i would say that is,
0: yeah that's uh that's pretty much like the height of friendship right there <laughs> opening up that uh one of those cards you get you know you get your shiny charizard and you're just best bros for life (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh i so
1: i have found some of my old pokemon cards but like i know there's more that like i cannot locate there's somewhere in the depths of my parents place i'm sure but we have a char we have a charizard yeah in my my house i know i have one somewhere in existence (laughs) i just do not know
0: where in existence it is But, I told my mom, like, you gotta sell that thing and huh. just put that into like Tesla or something.
1: Yeah, because basically like the if you get a Charizard and it's like for like first edition especially, but like and if you like mm-hmm. you can send them off to get like graded and if they grade well, then that's when they sell for a lot, just because like, you know, if the card like is in good condition, if centered well, like corners are good, like they, you know, it matters a lot there. Obviously, Pokemon cards like the older ones aren't gonna like always have to have great grades just because they're so old, but
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. There were so many, so so much criteria.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a lot. They got like the edges, the corners, which are different. I guess like edges, like on the actual sides of it, and then the corners, the surface, the centering. I'm sure there's anything else, but they, there's a lot of criteria that they that they hit on. But I, I, I would, <laughs> I, would nice. I would say that uh, Mahomes is probably like the shi- the shiny ch- Charizard out of quarterbacks.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: He's, like, yeah. he's putting some fire on those balls. So yeah. <laughs> but on it's the Kansas City side we um like I said, we talked about Kelsey balling out I, obviously you'd know about Tyreek kill um the Chiefs running backs I don't want any part of because Damian Williams like has been leading the backfield lately um uh-huh. obviously CH gets time to get healthy but not a great matchup um they don't run much anyway probably not the route to go if you're looking for, you know, fantasy options. Um I, I haven't looked at any props for this, but it could be a potential like under, although I imagine the props are probably pretty low for any Chiefs running backs. Yeah, so CEH will be back, right? Yeah, he was back last week. He just wasn't very involved.
0: Right. Like, and that doesn't seem sorry, like Darryl the Williams, game plan.
1: Daryl Williams still led the backfield. It's funny that it would be hilarious if the other DA Williams was like a Super Bowl baller. Like a, <laughs> like a different one than next year.
0: Oh man! This this <coughs> time that be last great?
1: year, this time last year, I was harping on Damian Williams, who like I've I've never advocated ever, but come the Super Bowl, I'm like, all right, guys, listen up, Damian Williams, <laughs> Damian,
0: fucking, I, I put Williams. aside my
1: biases to make the right call.
0: You did because you were off Damian Williams most of the year. Um, yeah, like how many running backs you know get their shining peak moment when they're 28. Um but then you also, before the Super Bowl happened, said, Yo, guys, let's uh let's take a step back here and recognize that Damien Moyne was about to have a hell of a game. And and that he, he did. did. Mm-hmm. That he did. Gosh, man. Um, the Chiefs bag in the Super Bowl too. I'm, i I so
1: saw I have that Andy Reid shirt I'm gonna wear again. And I was talking to my girlfriend, I was like, I, I like this might just be my yearly shirt. If the Chiefs can make it in the Super Bowl, I'm just gonna wear this shirt every year at the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. Is it a red Tommy Bahama?
1: No, it's it's my it's my shirt I got printed. So when I went last year, I'm like, okay, like I'm good. Or I guess root for Andy Reid. It's got Andy Reid on the front, and like he's in a Hawaiian shirt, and on the back it's got like his quote about the cheeseburger.
0: Yep, yep, I remember it well now. Yeah, outstanding shirt. We do love Andy Reid here on Uh Muscle. That he is an absolute gem of a man. He's a great guy. I um. I have to say, I think my bias for him might be one reason I am picking the chiefs is I kind of just like, I respect and like Bruce Arians for everything he does, but I still think Andy Reid is the better game prepper manager and just overall like planner.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're looking at the, all things considered, like whenever we're split, we always factor quarterback and coach. And yeah, you know, as much as, as many times as Tom Brady has won at the moment, Mahomes is better. Mm-hmm. And then, well, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, think anyone would say right now that Brady's better than Mahomes. Like he's obviously no. been amazing his career, but and then I would say Andy Reid's a better coach than Bruce Arians, so mm-hmm. they get that, uh, that tilt in their favor. And then as far as like injuries go, we already talked about A B and Whitehead, uh, and Levante David, and Smith are questionable for the Chiefs. Uh, we have mm-hmm. Eric Fisher out. Uh, Willie Gay is out. He's only been playing part-time, but he will not be present for this game. And then, last I saw, Sammy and Bell are, question- are questionable. It sounds like Sammy Watkins will be good to go. Um, not like a positive, but he's on the upswing. He was back at practice uh, yesterday. They're feeling optimistic about him. I've seen nothing on
0: Le'Veon Bell
1: as far as his uh, status.
0: I think he's going to probably be like a healthy scratch, to be completely honest. Which would be sad in a way, because they, like... Yeah. Yeah, he,
1: he may be healthy. That, that would suck, but... um, Because they may need to, like, keep more linemen
0: active, who knows, but yeah, he's not going to be a factor, I don't think. No. I have to say that I, I would agree with you also. I didn't really mention this earlier, but I also would agree that I don't think Eric Fisher's absence will be huge uh, just because they get rid of the ball really quickly. Yeah. They get rid of the ball real fast, and... Or my Maybe he players. has a little less time, but, you know, ultimately. I don't think it's as impactful as, say, Bakhtiari.
1: Yeah, know, that was huge for the Packers. Yep. Because Bakhtiari, like, I mean, if we're talking like best tackles in the league is, I mean, I'm trying to like who I would put above him.
0: No, I'm like Andrew Whitworth like five years ago. Yeah, but I think three, right three, now he's probably the
1: best. Ago. I mean, Trent Williams is pretty good, but...
0: He's definitely one of the best. Trent Williams yeah. is very good. I still think I'll, I'd take Baciari back Tiari. is Ari. probably
1: overall, but he's definitely the best pass blocker, I would say. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: That, I mean, and that's obviously probably more important. I would weigh that ahead of run blocking, I think. But as far as like, <laughs> I think Trent Williams may be a
0: better run blocker. But. Hmm. Well, you know, Packers. I think I'd, I'd rather have a really good pass blocker. Oh, yeah.
1: I think, I, I think in
0: <laughs> any scenario, even if I'm a run
1: first team, I want a better pass blocker.
0: <laughs> so... Oh, man. It feels dangerous, us both picking the Chiefs, but I yeah, just, I, uh, I can't really get off of it at this point. Like, it's just sort of, that's what I, I'm yeah. just going to go with it. I'll get off to it. Oh, yeah. But, um. so, okay, the spread right now is Chiefs by three.
1: I would take them to cover if I were inclined to bet on this game.
0: I, I've, um, I have a weird, like, my weird prediction for the Super Bowl is that the Buccaneers are going to get off to a big lead for... S- for whatever reason, um, just weird mechanical issues or, like, a fumble punt or just, like, little things like that. Like, I think the Buccaneers are going to get out to a lead and the Chiefs are going to come back firing. So I actually do – like, I am probably taking the Chiefs uh, with an alternate money line to win by a little bit more than three because I think Uh, they come back and come back firing. And and then I – one of the biggest things that – I uh, that just sort of drove me insane. Hearing was Bruce Arians being like, "Oh, well, they, I, I'm the guy that's going to let Tom Brady coach the team." Basically, like when he had that quote. Do you remember?
1: Oh, uh, I I saw a lot of tweets about it. I don't know if I ever saw the direct quote about it, but basically he said like he was kind of letting Tom Brady do his thing.
0: Yeah, he was like, you know, other coach, other coaches, quote unquote, Bill Belichick. <laughs> essentially what he's saying. Oh he yeah, let let Tom be shade, Tom. Yeah. I'm letting I'm letting Tom be Tom. That here. was it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, uh, so what happens when that's not working at one point in the game? Do you have advice to give him? Because I can tell you that if Pat Mahomes is throwing it and it's not working, Andy Reid's going to come over and be like, hey, listen, what are you seeing out there? We're going to make this work now. And I would put a lot more faith in Andy Reid being able to get over the hump uh, than Bruce Arians could get Brady over the hump. Now Brady might be able to just do it himself. He is that. Yeah, good? that's
1: the thing though, is like if you're saying which quarterback themselves can get past it, obviously like Brady has all the experience of the world. But...
0: Right. But I like do like the combined Reed Mahomes better than the combined Arians Brady. Yeah. Um yeah, I I mean I obviously love Bruce Arians. I rooted for him for years when he was with the Cardinals. I just Yeah, it's not like we dislike him. It's it's more it's a Tom
1: Brady thing. Yeah. And an Antonio Brown thing. Which makes me, like, like that's part of why I'm, like, even <laughs> harder against the Bucs, because they brought Antonio Brown on.
0: That, I mean, I would be much less, I'd have much less animosity, I would say, towards them winning if Antonio Brown wasn't on the team. I think it's kind of a disgrace that he's even on a team. Yeah, we cannot we cannot let honest. him
1: get a ring. Can't, can't let him get a ring.
0: Nope, can't let it happen.
1: Although, I mean, Tyreek is on the other side, but he's already gotten one. Also, we had a long discussion <laughs> in the group, me, about the, like, the, like, uh, Penance paid aspect of things too mm-hmm. Doesn't make it okay Obviously but
0: No I, I have seen nothing from Antonio Brown to suggest that he is any less of an Asshat
1: yeah so. that's That's the thing he could he has continued to Gung-ho asshat But yep. um So I'm trying to get anyone who left out here oh yeah uh, Evans and
0: Godwin oh yeah maybe
1: those guys Yeah we forgot about them just cause A couple just, of guys a couple yeah. of dangerous weapons Over there <laughs> So uh, last time these teams played, I believe Godwin was ahead. Let me check. Because uh, Gronk led the like receiving. via yeah. Godwin had eight for ninety-seven. Evans had three for fifty, but he had the two touchdowns. Uh huh. So
0: yeah, Evans had a weird role that game. He's had a he, weird
1: role this year. He had like that one massive yardage game to get him over a thousand, but like he's been like a red zone threat this year.
0: Right. They're using him more like a Brandon Marshall type. In this later, <laughs> got accurate than like a julio jones type which is uh, kind of what we we thought he'd be more of yeah. in stretching the field
1: did you see the clip of like chad johnson and Brandon marshall oh yeah dude that was so fucking funny And as dk and justin jefferson and they're discussing the top five wide receivers oh i haven't seen that one yet i just saw the one where they're talking about like eating and like chad johnson was adamant that like he didn't get hurt because he ate mcdonald's or something <laughs> <laughs> no, it was I didn't see great. that part. I okay. saw the other part. So
0: I need, I need where, to see the Justin Jefferson and DK thing. Yeah, it was Justin Jefferson, DK, Chad Johnson, and Brandon Marshall. <clears throat> they were discussing their top five wide receivers. Oh, man. <clears throat> DK put himself at three, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the consensus was sort of uh, <clears throat> Devontae Adams. And I think Tyreek Hill got a passing mention, but it was Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones –
1: Yeah, every receiver like talks about like Julio Jones and just like glowing light. Yes, like every receiver like admires how fucking good Julio Jones is. Uh, He is pretty amazing. Yeah, I love Julio. (laughs) So if you're picking Evans or Godwin, do you have any specific preference, or where do you? I tend I tend to like the Godwin pick. Yeah, I think in situations like where higher pressure, not even just like pressure, like, blitz pressure, like, just, like, actual, like, emotional, mental pressure, I think Godwin kind of steps up. And that may just be, like, quantitative bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, qualitative <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. But, I mean, Ev- Godwin has been outperforming Evans the last half many weeks anyway. So. No, absolutely. I'm yeah, uh, looking through it, because Legereus Sneed will be in the slot. I think he's probably been playing their best, but... I, and I, I spent a lot from them both this game. if Just because I I don't expect the E-Bucks to win, so I assume they're going to need to rely on these two receivers a lot.
0: I mean, I think they're going to sling it. A lot of people are going for the under this game, which I think has been a popular pick over the years for the Super Bowl. And I'm not sold on it because Me neither. the Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl – I think kind of blew the door wide open on that. A lot of Super Bowls have been lower scoring, not as big of a game as people expect. But as I said earlier in the podcast, the game has changed and things are a lot different now. It is a high. It is a pretty high over under. It is pretty high at 56. Mm -hmm. I I will give it that. Um, But the offensive potential for this game, I think can be pretty high. Yeah, these are two really good offenses. Like. especially the
1: chiefs like the chiefs can the chiefs can get the over under by themselves not that they will but like the chiefs can get 50 points right like if if they're saying like you keep going for sure like they're they're fucking bonkers so
0: yeah i i'm i'm super excited um yeah, it's I told my friends game. I don't care if I miss the game if uh, the Buccaneers are in, but I want to watch it if the Chiefs are in. So I'm right. in this weird place, <laughs> Nebulous zone, <over>. right? Like, <laughs> for me, like, as much
1: as I hated that Brady is in it, 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 I have to admit it does add more to it to like root against him. <laughs> like I'm totally, no, absolutely. I'm totally a hater, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. But I'm I'm happy to root against that fucker.
0: Uh, absolutely. I you know I'm at the point now where I am okay saying that like Brady is in in that tier of goat. I, yeah. I I really am okay saying that. Like I think the tier of the goat tier is basically Jerry Rice, Tom Brady. Not only did they have success on more than one team. They had it 420 years straight. Like the type yeah. of work ethic and determination and effort and time and put in is just incalculable and they're they're de- he's definitely in that um but i had to lose to him twice a year for 20 years so fuck that
1: guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also hate the buccaneers as a falcons fan like that that's the thing like when Brady went to Tampa i just like ultimately mega hated it so
0: and then they got a b and it's like oh yeah. my god you just want me to hate this team <laughs> uh
1: so, is there anything else we missed? I guess, like, one other thing, like, we, like, we kind of mentioned mashes, like, in passing, like, Kansas City running backs, just defense in general. Um, in the, the sleeper section, i.e., what I'm going to call the Super Bowl darling section, because Super Bowl darling. It happens a fair amount of times. Like, someone that you don't expect makes a big play in the biggest stage. So, I mean, some thoughts I had were Scotty Miller, maybe, if AB's out, like, Ronald Jones. Um, On the Chiefs side, I guess, like, Mecole or Sammy would make sense. But I guess, like, who is your favorite, like, sleeper
0: to become Super Bowl darling? So, if the Buccaneers are putting two guys on Hill, and they're putting two guys on Kelsey, then I... And Demarcus Robinson is a close contact and might not play. Which his snaps have been going away anyway. Right. I would 100%... Go with the Miko Hardman. Yeah, because I, I don't know if Sammy's playing. Yeah,
1: and I don't know. It's hard to rely on him either. Like, because Miko's snaps aren't super high all the time, but they like especially last week. Last week, like they designed plays to him, like especially after that fumble to try to get him like back in it. But that was I mean, amazing, by the way. Yeah, so
0: so great to watch.
1: Yeah, that that was. And Andy Reid is really good about that, by the way, of like Mm -hmm. when a player fucks up instead of like doubling down, like
0: letting them get a chance to fix it.
1: Because that's what he's like the
0: opposite of Bruce Arians. If you fumble, then you're on the bench. Oh, like Tom Coughlin or some bullshit. Yeah, or Leonard Fournette. We've seen (laughs) that. Whereas Andy Reid is like, hey, move past it. I'm going to give you the ball in the next play. I know you can make a play. Let's do it. And then they do when they feel like it's immediately like the last play is gone when that happens.
1: Yeah, which is that usually smart, like, wait, good way to go with it. Uh, look- he's a
0: real good dude there, Andy yeah. Reid.
1: I'm looking back through. Uh, Byron Pringle's been get a lot of snaps lately, too. Got him out of targets. Byron um, Pringle. Yeah. who Bringing people together. I'm, yeah, I'm glad he's, he's made an ascension because he was someone that came up as far as, like, really, really deep sleepers in last year's draft. Um, mm-hmm. he was mostly on the practice squad. I got a couple times to come up and play like last year, but I'm glad he's getting some recognition because he was a hundred percent someone that we mentioned on the pod previously. So I, I believe done. you,
0: you brought him up, right?
1: Uh, I think so. Um, I think
0: so. Probably I think played. you mentioned him as a deep, deep, deep sleeper. Yeah. But. Cause
1: it was an amazing wide receiver class. So, oops, um, there were plenty of guys that were awesome. Maybe, maybe even weren't going to get drafted that were getting overshadowed. And so, mm-hmm. He was someone with a lot of talent who didn't get a lot of height. That I thought was worth mentioning. And he's on you know a Mahomes-led offense. So that adds
0: to it. Uh, I'm going to go right now to the sports betting websites and see if there's an anytime touchdown prop bet for or Byron Pringle. Pringle. I want to <laughs> see what the odds are on that. Because if that's like plus 10,000, you know I'm going <laughs> to slam that with oh, just uh just a few dollars, you know, just a few dollars, but hey, that can oh. turn into 500 if you put just a few on. <laughs> oh, Super Bowl. How many yeah. odds can there be?
1: Yeah, I'm looking like I'm looking back at it, and
0: Mike Evans getting two
1: touchdowns makes a lot of sense like last matchup because he has a metric fuck like, ton of size on all the Chiefs corners.
0: <clears throat> oh, who was that? Sorry, I was Mike, um, Mike Evans. Oh, yeah. I think were,
1: yeah. he he's probably I don't know what the odds are on Anytime touchdown score for him but he seems like a pretty safe bet for at least a t- like just a touchdown just because of how like how much of a red zone mismatch he's gonna be
0: i mean he definitely is and that's the rule they used him in last time the yeah. anytime touchdown for mike evans i'll pull that up too because i think that's another if that's like in the positives that's like a slam dunk
1: yeah i imagine it's not great odds i <laughs> see any time touchdown score yeah mike evans is plus 110 Oh, here we go. Yep. So Tyreek and Kelsey are minus 175. Where's Byron Pringle on here? He's plus 400. I don't even see him.
0: The disrespect. Where is he?
1: Yeah, Byron Pringle's plus 400. Scotty Miller's plus 425. Um, Tom Brady. So, like, this would be, like, a rushing touchdown. Plus 425. That's kind of funny. Oh, dude. Anthony Sherman plus 2200. There we go. (laughs) That's Anthony
0: Sherman, the sausage. Yeah,
1: plus <laughs> yeah. 2,200. Tyler Johnson's plus 800. That, that's probably the highest I'd go on one and feel okay about it. It would be Tyler Johnson at plus 800 if Antonio Brown's out.
0: Interesting.
1: Because he actually gets some playing time. And sometimes still touchdowns.
0: Oh, Rob Gronkowski is plus sixteen hundred, and Cameron Braid is plus two thousand. I said I think the Patriots, are, or not the pay, <laughs> I call them the Patriots, uh, because they have half of their players. In Wait, the- are you
1: looking at a first touchdown score? Or yeah, time? this is first. Oh, okay, so first, I think okay. the
0: Buccaneers score first. Cameron Braid at plus two thousand, and uh, Gronk at plus sixteen hundred. I think <laughs> if I think that's going to a tight end, that's a nice little. Yeah.
1: You could also always like call Tom Brady and try to get like the rushing touchdown, because oh, <laughs> that's Quby true speech.
0: too because the sneak. The Brady sneak. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I was, I was looking through some of these. Like, <laughs> Hill and Kelsey being like like minus odds to score a touchdown in general is hilarious. Like, both of them being <laughs> minus odds.
0: Tyron Matthew to have a pick is plus 300. Oof. Mm-hmm. That's really specific. I feel like that's not worth it. <laughs> oh, I think they're going to pick off Brady. Someone's going to. He's been yeah. throwing a lot of picks this year. He's been, I mean, oh, this had, is like sure. Brett Favre of Brady here. He Dude, is- yeah. <laughs> He like there's three picks last a game, a man. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Man, the fact
1: that they even won that game is, but, <sighs> anyway. So, is there anything else in this game we need to hit on before we uh, close out this preview? Go Chiefs! T- go Chiefs! And go Andy Reid! And when they win, we'll get a cheeseburger.
0: There we go. Marty gonna order my Andy Reid shirt. <laughs> it is a it is a Tommy Bahama red. The Kansas City logo, like little patch there on the front, I am super excited for that. Ooh, nice! A Go, Chiefs branded to Tommy Bahama. That's based That's basically a getting a jersey, but for Andy Reid, <laughs> <who, laughs>
1: the coach you jersey.
0: Know, I, I like to bring this up. I just, you know, I grew up in Jersey. I grew up a Jets fan, but my dad was an Eagles fan, and so I have been watching Andy Reid for two decades. So I have absolutely no shame in saying, you know what, I will root for Andy uh, wherever all right, he goes. All right, Yeah that tracks, anywhere but, he goes what a man
1: uh-huh definitely rooting for him over uh sun kisser tom brady and uh fucking ears so <laughs> thank you all for uh, tuning into our preview and we will be back soon with our quarter back it up back it up